What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verdi here. In this episode, we are going to discuss how to launch an online business on a budget. So if you feel like money or lack of it is holding you back from starting your business and growing your business, we're going to shatter a bunch of those myths in this episode and help you Use the budget that you have to launch a successful online business. Our guest who joins us today is an entrepreneur, podcaster, author, animal lover, and world traveler. She's created several startups throughout her entrepreneurial career, which has spanned over a decade. And through her books, blog, and podcast, her goal is to show people how to launch and manage an online business on a budget. Our guest who joins us is none other than Sarah St. John. Sarah, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sarah, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. There's so many people now looking to launch their online businesses, and you do have a lot of people who have launched their online businesses already, but they are scratching their heads, and they have a lot of different questions, and money is certainly the centerpiece of a lot of that conversation. So we will be getting into the whole budget piece, but... I'm wondering if we could first start with your journey. How did you get started and how were you able to work on several startups? Because a lot of people just have difficulties with one startup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it started over a decade ago. Um, I started with a photography business. And while I like photographing animals and landscapes and architecture, I realized I didn't really like photographing people so much. And that's where the money is, is because I was doing weddings and portraits. But the bigger issue was how expensive it was to manage and maintain a photography business. Uh, Just upkeep with cameras, lighting, even software, all of that. And so I decided I wanted to look into online business so I tried several different things like uh, drop shipping and affiliate marketing and like even, you know, custom designing t-shirts and, and stuff like that. Just a, f- a bunch of different things. And uh, I think ultimately I've concluded that podcasting uh, is, is what I'm going to stick with and, <clears throat> and self-publishing books as well. But um, yeah, I kind of tried everything. I still do some, you know, like affiliate marketing and whatnot, but, um, and it was just through the process of trying to figure out what type of online business and how to operate and manage it and do it on a budget. Um, but I found all these like tools and resources that were either free or, or really affordable. Um, and so that's where the idea for the, the book and the podcast um, frugalpreneur came from is the the term came to me from I was sitting in a Dave Ramsey financial peace class and he's talking about all these ways to you know pay off debt and, and save money and I thought all those ideas were great but I was like well what about just making more money in addition and so that for some reason the word frugalpreneur came to me so then I was like you know what I could write a book about like the different types of online businesses and how to get started and what different tools and resources to use. And then I was like, I should launch a podcast with the book just kind of as a side project or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And it, the, the podcast ended up uh, taking off more than the book did actually. And uh, so now that's kind of more my focus now, but. And with any business, 
it's you do meander a lot. It's not like you commit to one thing and you stick with it. You pick something, you start working at it. Maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe you do something else. And Sarah ended up finding her way into self-publishing and podcasting, which is now her main focus, but it certainly did not start that way. I'm wondering if we could talk about the meander and how you ended up with self-publishing and podcasting, how you decided on them and how you knew these were going to be the things you were supposed to focus on instead of something like affiliate marketing where maybe you do it from time to time, but it's not a priority anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, with affiliate marketing and drop shipping and all that, my focus is more on money, like making money and how to make money. Whereas with self-publishing and, and podcasting and all of that, I guess content creation. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess the goal is to make money uh, in some way, shape or form on the back end of it all. But it, I realized that I actually enjoyed those things. I looked forward to those things. I enjoyed just the process of it. Um, and whereas, you know, with these other types of businesses, I didn't really enjoy them. It was more just about money. So I think that's the difference or that's how I uh, decided on self-publishing and, and podcasting, which I know those are the two things that you like a lot to do. And so, um, yeah, I just, I guess, I guess that's what it is. It comes down to what you enjoy doing versus just the money aspect. And ideally you're able to mix the two things together. Self-publishing and podcasting both present compelling ways to enjoy what you do and make money in the process but with both of these business models and any business model there's a way to be really frugal with it but there's also a way to blow through a ton of money and some people they spend thousands of dollars a month on a podcast now that's because maybe they have assistance they're getting sponsors where they could pay out those types of salaries but you don't want to spend a ton of money on something if you don't have to so how do you approach self-publishing and podcasting from the perspective, I have to produce a great book, I have to produce great episodes, but then still do that on a budget? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I think a lot of people assume that podcasting is expensive to get started with, and it can be if you want top-of-the-line stuff, but I mean, I got started for under $100 with, you know, the mic, the, I mean, aside from the computer, <laughs> Aside, yeah yeah let's not count that because you yeah. probably already have a computer already anyway. have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like the mic and just and like the boom arm and you know all those different things was under a hundred dollars and so um you can start a podcast for you know under a hundred bucks the mic it was 60 bucks i'm sure everybody has heard of it atr 2100 although i don't think they make that anymore so now i would recommend the um was it the Samsung or the Q2U? I think that's also $60. Um, so I would recommend no matter what business you're wanting to try or get into to always start on a budget, ideally under a hundred. That's what I do anyway, uh, to see if you even like it. Cause what's the point of spending two grand on something it, like for example, the photography business, it was more than two grand actually. It was more like, I don't know, five or something. And fortunately my parents at the time um, helped me out with that because that was like a decade ago. But, um, you know, start, you know, base as basic and affordably as you can because it's 
possible and maybe even likely when you're starting out that you won't like that first or second thing you try. And so, you know, and, and you might want to switch gears. So why spend a bunch of money on something that might not even last? And that's where you get to another important point. You could really want to do something in the moment, but then months later, you don't really enjoy it. So Breakthrough Success was the first podcast idea I actually came up with and stuck with. I had two other podcast ideas that kind of fell flat. And it's good I didn't spend a ton of money on those because they fell flat and I didn't really pursue them anymore. So it is good to do a little experiment to see if something makes sense rather than just fully committing. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. How do we stay frugal, stay with that budget mindset, even though we may be super excited in the moment, think this is our calling, this is our next big thing, spend a ton of money on it only to realize it wasn't our calling. So how do we avoid that trap? Yeah, and that's a trap that I think a lot of people do get into and you just kind of have to rein it in. Like, you know, um, I guess that's a trap that I had gotten into with photography is that you get so excited about an idea that you want to spend all this time and money on it, but then shiny object syndrome kicks in and then you see another idea and it just kind of keeps going and going and going until you find that thing. But you don't really know what that thing is or when it's going to, when you're going to find it. It took me almost 10 years to figure out for sure what I wanted to do uh, through the process of going through different types of business models. And so I think, I mean, there's going to be some people who will figure it out on their first try or their first business and it'll be worth it or make sense to spend that much. But I don't think you can really ever know when you first start that it's going to be your destiny not the right word that sounds kind of weird but you know like you're (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i would avoid spending a bunch of money even if you are excited at least at first until maybe maybe until the business starts making money first of all (laughs) and then you can upgrade you know your camera equipment or your mic or whatever it might be um but yeah it's For some people, I'm sure that's a hard thing to, because when you get so excited about something, it's like you want to go all in, but you have to, you don't want to end up spending so much money in the beginning that it would take you, Mm. I mean, you got to think about how long would it take you to recoup that money. So I'm always like thinking of just, because there's a bunch of paid options out there for I mean, even like a calendar linking, you know, like Calendly or whatever you use. I mean, just even basic stuff like that, that, oh, it might only be 10 bucks a month or whatever. I'm always like looking for the the free things basically, like, or even your, your online chat thing. I use talk to, I don't know if you've heard of it, but just all these different little things or, or your email marketing. Um, I use actually both MailerLite and SendFox. Both of those are free, but I use them for different things. And so, yeah, I'm just always looking for the free alternative (laughs) or affordable alternative. And it is good to have that mindset because it prevents you from spending foolishly. It prevents you from rushing out of the gate 
And there are some things you do have to spend your money on. Sarah mentioned the mic for podcasting. You definitely do need it at some point. You can start without a mic. The audio won't be as good, but then you have time to grow a little bit and make some money. And then you could buy the mic with your money. Entirely up to you, but a mic certainly does help. How do you figure out like, okay, I want this free option, but I know there's a paid option. At what point do you cross over to the paid side? I'm wondering what that mentality is like, because I know you're very frugal with the decisions that you make with your finances, which is a good trait, but how do you, like when you pay for something as a business investment, what makes you make that jump? So... There's some things out there that there aren't free options for. And so you, you don't really have a choice. Like, for example, the, the tool that I use for my social media management and scheduling, I don't know if there might be a free one out there, but not for what I need it for. Like I need it for Instagram and Pinterest as well as Facebook and, and Twitter and LinkedIn. So there's not anything that offers it for those for all of those is going to cost something. So, um, so I use Crowdfire, which is like 10 bucks a month. So there's some things like that, that I'm willing to spend money on because that's the only choice I have. But then the other things where there is a free option, I always start with that. And then I don't go up to the next tier, the paid tier until it gets to the point where I absolutely have to, if it's a situation where it has to do with, number of you know leads or email subscribers or uh, mm. bandwidth or something you know to where your usage is increasing and as your usage increases uh, you would presumably you're making money then to some degree to cover the cost of upgrading to um, a paid tier of whatever platform you're using um, so that's basically how I look at it is that it gets to the point where I don't really have a choice. I have to. And then sometimes when it gets to that point, then I go back and look at all the options again, all the competitors and see, you know, who has the best price or whatever. But um, yeah, that's, I just wait until I have to basically. And then sometimes when it gets to that point, I'm like, well, do I even really need this thing? <laughs> <laughs> And that is a good mindset to have because when it comes to launching an online business, there are so many different tools. And this is really great because we have options, but it's also really bad because a lot of those you got to pay or you get into some type of freemium at first and then you eventually end up paying. So it is good to be very strict with what you spend your money on, what you don't, because then that will make you make better purchasing decisions and you'll have more money. I mean, what's the point of starting a $100,000 a year business if you got to spend 110,000 a year to make that type of money? So be strict with your finances, always be frugal and be the Frugalpreneur. The Frugalpreneur book and podcast will be available in the show notes of this episode. Sarah, do you want us to go anywhere in addition to your book and podcast? And do you have any last words for us? Uh, well, you can get the first, my first two books uh, for free, the PDF version at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. Uh, that's the, and then Sarah with an H and then St. John is S-T-J-O-H-N forward slash free. And uh, the book is Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur. And then I actually have another book coming out um, 
in October called Podcastpreneur. Uh, uh, so I'll probably include that one in there when it becomes available. Uh, so, yeah. We got a few awesome projects in the work, a lot of great content. All that's going to be in the show notes. Definitely make sure you guys check it out. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.